<laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Life with Lamb. Today I'm here with Aman. How are you going, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, it's nice seeing you. I feel like it's been a very long time. Hundred you know, percent. We, we we go all the way back and then we sort of cross paths again. And that then was insane. I saw you and I was like, man, is that is that really him? Like, I think I know this guy. Uh, for context, uh, Aman and I used to swim along with Rashab. Shout yeah. out. Um, bit of a trio back then. Hundred <laughs> percent, man. Always showing the lane and screw everyone else. We'll just do our try. Like, yeah, trials. exactly. We're just racing. Almost pushed John in the pool. Uh, exactly, all, all the time. <laughs> It was so, it was actually really fun, but it, it, I dread those days. Oh, yeah, and no, assuming, look, I miss it. I feel like I, I developed into an okay swimmer, but For sure. I don't know. Sometimes kids get forced into the squad and they're just yeah. like, oh, God. Exactly. <laughs> get me right. out of here. I think we were all forced into it. Right? <laughs> exactly. Well, Arman, for context, uh, for the listeners as well, you are a McDonald's barista turned TikTok famous superstar for your coffee work. Where did it all begin? And I guess, like, yeah, where did it all start? Well, I mean, the main thing is, I started at McDonald's in the cafe, right? And I just started, I really had a, a love for art, but I could never draw, I could never paint, right? But then I realized, I was like, oh my God, you can do this in a coffee, right? Like who, who would have thought you can pour swans, pour tulips, pour whatever. And I was like trying to get into it. And I was like, man, these, these designs I've been seeing on Instagram are insane. And it's like the first thing I wanted to learn. Even before like making a, like a good cup of coffee, I was like, I want to make latte art. But then obviously you start doing it and you realize like, there's so many things behind it. You have to learn how to do good milk. You need a good espresso shot. You need all these things. Anyways, I, once I figured that all out, I started posting on, on Instagram. And like, it was starting, I started having people like, be like, oh my God, that video was so cool. And it was just like friends, family, like all these people. Um, and then it got to a point where I just kind of got bored of the same people always saying, man, these videos are cool. And then I stopped posting for ages. Like I, I honestly, I think I drifted away from my, my Instagram, but there was a time where I was so excited. I was doing merch. I was making like selling shirts at school. Like people were buying oh, phone serious? cases, man. It was insane. I like made like, there were terrible shirts. Like <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone that has them, but <laughs> they were like super simple designs. It literally was like a black shirt with a red rectangle that said, I'm on coffee in the middle. Like, oh, I love it. It was simple. Yeah. But, and I, I mean, like I had a bunch of supporters that wanted to, um, to buy them, which is sick. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I'm on coffee. Get around <laughs> it, everyone, on TikTok, Please. Instagram. Um, yeah, you've taken the world by, by storm, and what a place to do it, Melbourne. Like, literally the heart of coffee. 100%, exactly. Yeah. I, I always thought, because, like, I was born in Canada, mm. right? And and my dream when I was a child was to be a brain surgeon, right? You serious? I, I wanted to be a brain surgeon, but, <laughs> there's like, I don't know what I was thinking. Man. Back then, <laughs> like, who knew there was so much work that had to go in behind that? Like, when you're a kid, you're like, man, this is so cool, like whatever i even had business cards that had like that said i was going to be a brain surgeon one day like my dad made me these oh, little I tiny cards that. That's so, so, so that was my dream but it was like obviously you grow up in reality hits and you're like maybe this isn't for me um but thinking about it like if i didn't move to australia i always think to myself what would i be doing because hospitality and especially being a barista that's not a thing in canada like mm. starbucks yes but I, I don't think i would have ended up there Right, they don't have the love and passion for coffee like we do. Yeah, amazing. So I'm, it, I love that it, I came here for it. Yeah, tell tell us a bit about your upbringing. Like you say, you're from Canada, and like, what were you like as a kid? Man, I was so yeah, born in Canada. Um, growing up, man, it was just such a nice community. Like it was, it's so different. Never even like had had to think about anything else. Right, like grew up, hang out with friends. All of my friends, we all lived on like pretty much the same street, so we'd all be hanging out, going for bike rides, going doing all these things. We'd be at each other's houses all the time. And then, um, and then I got to 10 years old and my dad was like, oh, my work is transferring me to, um, it was either China or Australia, right? And he was like, like, I, like I'm going to have to go, go travel for these. And he was like, to his work, I'm actually not going to go do this unless my family comes with me. So we, we had the big family talk. We're like, this is what's going to happen. We're going to choose between these two places. Ended up choosing Australia. Mind you, I had no idea. I'm 10 years old. I don't. I didn't even know Australia was a thing, man. And I've done. I did what any other little kid would do. I got my laptop. I typed in Australia, and obviously you would know what would come up. It's like kangaroos, <laughs> yeah. crocodiles, Ayers Rock. Like you're seeing all these things, <laughs> and I was like, man, this is what Australia is. This is like there's kangaroos in your backyard. I know it sounds so like you get that so often. I'm sure every tourist or anyone is like, you got kangaroos in your backyard. Like, yeah, hundred percent. But question. we're all impressionable. So exactly. and the and the internet is dangerous in a way For that sure. it does that. You know, yeah. like, that's and I'm a ten year old kid, man. I'm like, man, <laughs> Australia looks so cool. The Great Barrier Reef was coming up, and I was like, this is like my new life. Anyways, then we came up, came up down here, and moved down. And I was me, me being young, I was like, I can settle in. Like it's easy to make friends when you're young, right? Mm. But like my sister, who was she's five years older than me, so she would have been. 
15 and then she's coming into grade 10 or 11 mm. like those that age age to come into like a new country it's pretty hard because they already have those big groups they already have like those friendship groups so you can't really like slide in as easily yeah, as a 10 year old would right is that something that you've seen like after reflecting upon your move did you did it ever did any hardships ever come up when you moved or not you for me like, at all for yeah. my sister for sure she she got like a bit depressed and all that and mm. whatnot but like obviously we all got through it like even my mom and dad like they kind of my mom made friends through the kids like i would hang out with she'd be like hang out with their parents she's, even to this day she's still hanging out with one of my friends um like moms every every couple of weeks for a coffee like it's kind of nice so i never actually had a problem like i kind of settled in really easily mm. and the crazy thing is like it was only meant to be a two-year move and now oh. it's been 13 years 13 years yeah. wow What's the what's the been the biggest difference between the two? Like, can you recall, or As do you feel like you can call Melbourne your home now? Deep down, I don't know why, but I really just like calling Canada my home. Mm. Like, I, I love Melbourne, I love Australia, but like Canada just has a part of me, right? I don't know what it is. It's I've I've got still friends there, I've got family there, but it's just got a big part of me. But I will, I, Melbourne is my home now. Right? Yeah. So I kind of have to go with it. Roll with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> True. Would you ever consider moving back, or do you feel like I think to the point of where I am now? Like mm. having having where I know what I want to do when I'm older, which is stay in hospitality, be a, own a cafe or whatever in, like entitles, right? I think Canada isn't that place for me to, to do that. Unless maybe I could go take it there and maybe change their coffee scene down there. But I think for now, it's my mind is set here. Yeah, and you're, yeah, like I said, probably in the most beautiful place to do it. Like yeah, for sure. the heart of coffee. Um, you said you wanted to be a brain surgeon when you were growing up. What were the sort of career conversations for you growing up like were your parents pretty harsh on you in terms of like study and everything or were they pretty supportive of where you wanted to take your life i think honestly like well, obviously when you're a kid and you're saying you want to be a brain surgeon at four years old like they're laughing at you they're being like this is what an amazing child this is but i i honestly have like like the best parents ever they are so supportive of anything i wanted anything i've like wanted to do they've been so supportive of it where they've been like you can go do it but like so even even with this like hospitality thing, I was like, man, like schools school is not like for me. Uni's not for me. But I and I was like, I don't really like care for it. Um, but and then I they were like, just go get your degree, go get go have a degree at least. It's your backup. It's something. And I was like, okay. So I got my business degree, and like I didn't do amazing in school. Like it wasn't my thing. But when I went to uni and I studied business, and I because I had a passion for it, I actually ended up doing really well at uni. And my parents were like, "See, see, this is something you like. Go, like, go follow this." So I got my bachelor in business with an entre like in entrepreneurship, mm. passed with a distinction, which is amazing for me, right? Like, Slay. I can't, I can't <laughs> believe it, man. I can't believe it. That's so I, awesome. did, I did that, and um, yeah, yeah, perfect. Um, and then the hospitality scene, like, who who got you into that? Were you just this little kid that sort of needed a job, needed some money, needed some work experience? Like, it's what actually, I, I was so keen to work. I think I was fourteen or something years old. Went to, I'm pretty sure you had to be 14 to nine months to get like your first job. I think I was actually 14 to nine months and I applied for Bowl and McDonald's. I was like, you know what? This is my, all my friends were working there. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go try this out. And then I applied, I went in for my interview and the guy was like, oh, we're only hiring 15 year olds. And he's like, he's like, but you pretty much have the job. Like, right. You can, I'll give you the job when you come back when you're 15. And then the day I turned like 15, I came back and they were like, oh, this guy doesn't work here anymore. We're going to have to go through this whole process of hiring again. Heartbreak. I was like, man, like, what if I don't get this job? Like, I, I had it, but, like, I don't have it. So I then I, I got that job. So I was, like, I was really set on going into this hospitality. And, and well, maybe it wasn't hospitality, but I was really set on going into this first job. Mm -hmm. And apparently, and it, I agree, McDonald's is the best place to start. Like, they have the best training, the best, like, rules the best like they teach you everything you need to know yeah I have, heard, I have heard that yeah the i feel like the training procedures or um processes that they have are like top notch for sure they, didn't they have like a university at one point like a mac is uni? i'm pretty sure it's in sydney <laughs> uh, are you serious? You know, they, they literally have a like you can literally graduate from mcdonald's university wow i never got to that point but like <laughs> well, i did some other fun things with them what point did it get to like you, you're four well 15 actually you've got the job and you're working did you, were there any points where you're like, oh God, this is the worst thing ever? Or did you I love it from day dot? absolutely loved it from the first day. Like you, I made the coolest group of friends from, from this job. And as you're young, like it's like, as you grow older, like you probably figure out it's so much harder to make friends mm. because like when you're not, when you're not in school, when you're not in university, like right now I'm finished all these things. I've finished school, uni. I have this one job. So I rely on like, these are my, these are my friends, either the people that I've kept from school and the people that I've now making friends with at work. 
like you kind of it's hard to make new friends from this right so that that is actually very true that point i think we're yeah we're so privileged to be able to go through yeah your kindergarten your primary school high school yeah. and then you have the privilege or the opportunity to go to university and then you make friends i'm in my third year of uni yeah and yeah it does it does wane on me a little bit that this is my final year of being able to like grab a few friends exactly. a few more yeah, friends no, and right? i only learned this after i finished all these things i finished uni I was like, shit, man, I only got like, I got like two friends from uni. Like I've, I stayed in, I had like, when you're at uni, you're hanging out with everyone every day. Like this, you have your group, but then you don't realize when it's, when it's over, it's like, will you actually stay in contact with them? Yeah. Like, were they really your friends or were they really just there for the, like the experience of uni? Like, so I, I kept a few, which is sick. Yeah, exactly. And, and like your parents always talk about uni being, you know, some of the best days that you have and you have lifelong friends. But I think especially with COVID happening and, and sorry to bring that topic back, back up, you know, um, I think, yeah, so many people are just like unwilling to put themselves out there and, yeah. and really foster really good connections. When sure. you, I see on, uh, there's a uh, anonymous forum called Unimob Love Letters. Um, seen that yeah, yeah, you seen <laughs> it's, so funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Some of the shit that gets posted there, but people are posting and they're like, I've just finished my three year degree, maybe going into masters and I don't know a single person. Yeah. And just how sad is that when you're literally in a, a really large scale environment with all these people exactly. in there, it's just like interact. And it's, it's hard for some people though. I it remember is, like yeah. my first day of uni, I went to my first class and I was like, man, I know nobody. And I sat down and you kind of hope like people will sit on your table and then they do. And, but it's, they're all awkward. Like everyone's <laughs> awkward on that first day. It's like being a little kid in school, right? So yeah. everyone's a bit shy. And then the next class came and you see some people from that class before and you're like, Oh, like well, I'll sit with you. I kind of saw you before. Like then that's how, I think that's how you build it up. Yeah. hundred you know? percent. I think everyone's waiting for that first move or that sort of like relation where yeah. you're like, Oh, I've seen you before, you know. Like, but the oh. good thing is unis these days, like, they give you these icebreakers. They make you learn about each other. I know. And everyone cringes in eye rolls. I do myself. <laughs> but fair. it's just like, I, I think I and myself, I'm pretty extroverted. So I'm able to go out and yeah. foster these relationships. But yeah, it's, it's good that they're putting these things in place because, yeah, it's, it's really sad. We're in this lovely opportunity and um, place to make friends and make lifelong friends, exactly. as our parents would say. But yeah. sometimes we just don't take the opportunity to do Not so. So. Yeah, um, so you finished your business degree. Did you know where you wanted to take it from there? Well, I knew, like, I've always had a passion, right? And I wanted to open up my own cafe. Mm. And I was like, I finished uni, and now what, right? Like, what do, what do I do now? That's the, that was the literally biggest the biggest thing. question ever. <laughs> you, yeah. Like, you finished your degree, you have it all. Like, what do you do from here? <laughs> and then I thought to myself, and my parents were like, you, you've done your degree, go open your cafe. Like, we will support you. We will help you. We will, like, we'll be there for you. My mom was like, I'll work in the kitchen. Dad's like, I'll do your your book work, right? That like, like they were like, we will help you. Like you have, you can put all these, like whatever you have into this. And the best thing about it is you're young. You can take a risk, right? Like if, if you like, if it goes downhill, you're young, you can restart this and go again. Right. Mm. This is the best time to take a risk. Um, but then I was like, I sat with them and I was like, you know what guys, like I appreciate all this, but I know for myself, I'm not ready. And they're like, how come you're not ready? And I was like, I'm, I think I'm, I have all the, all the experience. I have all the knowledge to go do these. Like I finished uni. I had all the like practical experience as well, working at all these cafes. But I was like, I don't think I've lived. Like I finished finished school, went straight to uni, finished uni. Now what? Like I, don't, I haven't got a chance to go have fun with my life. So next week, I'm going to London for two years. I'm going to move there and, and kind of just enjoy my life for the two years, right? And kind of get it all out of my system come back and, and i'm sure i'll learn i'm not gonna go there and party every day and go lose my mind but like but even if you do i feel like you still but learn. Yeah, i deserve it <laughs> right? I, yeah, yeah, I deserve exactly. it 100 i did skip a step all right i should have talked more about coffee but yeah london like what a, what a time to do it as well like it's the perfect you're time. so young my aircon's flipping out a little <laughs> bit but all right i turn that off um talk to us sorry i'm gonna backpedal a little yeah, bit it's fine. talk to us about coffee like um at maccas how they how'd you get introduced to the coffee scene and and I guess, did you know from the beginning or the first time that you touched coffee, like, yes, this is it? Yeah, well, because um, at McDonald's, there's a few sections, right? <laughs> so, yeah, at McDonald's, there's a, there's a few sections. There's the, like, the till, the front counter till. There's, like, drive through running. There's the drive through order taking. And so I kind of went through all these sections. And they have, like, not really a ranking, but when you, obviously, when you start off, you go into this till section. Then you go up into the drive through order taking. And I always used to look at the guys, well, not really guys, but there was, guys and girls in the cafe and I'd be like, man, that seems like the cool area. Like they're like, cause they're away from everybody. They don't like, they're doing their own thing. And that seems like the, like you have to be so good to go into that special area. And I looked at it and I was like, man, I want to, I like, I want to be like, there was this guy named Jack 
<laughs> right? I have not seen him or heard from. I don't even know his last name. Like I don't know. I can't remember him. But anyways, Jack, if you're watching this, hopefully, he he was the. I reckon he was a cool guy. He had like the long long hair, the baggy shirt. Right? I was like, man, this guy. Like, is that like a barista? Like, this that's sick. And then um, I, I honestly, I was like, this is like, what a cool guy. And he like, just I don't know. Anyways, got to uh, grade ten, and it was like, all right, guys, work experience is coming up. Like, go find your thing like ASAP. And I obviously, me being who I am, left it to the very last minute. And I was like, shit, like, what do I do? Um, and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm working at McDonald's at the time. Like, maybe I'll just go do it there if they let me do it. They were like, yeah, go for it. We'll chuck you in the cafe. We'll put you with Jack. He'll teach you how to do this for a week. And and that's it. Like, there Jeez. you go. Dream come true. Yeah, it was perfect. Oh, I so. love it. And what did you sort of learn about coffee and, and more about your passion, I guess? Well, I mean, I, I started it with him. I remember like the first day he like kind of took me in I was like, I would send him videos on Facebook. He's like, <laughs> and they're all latte art videos. Again, I was like, I was like, can we do this tomorrow? And he's like, well, we can, but like, let's get into this first. And I don't think he had a skill for latte art as well, but mm -hmm. he could make a good coffee. Mm -hmm. So even it kind of excited him having someone be like, can we do this? He's like, well, maybe we should learn it together. Like, it'd be fun. So like the next day we kind of would have fun and practice. And he taught me all these things about coffee. And it was, a lot of it was me just watching. Like, I wish I could kind of like teach myself in that back of time, which mm -hmm. I ended up doing. I, like he taught me what he could and what I, he like he showed me what he knew mm. but i'd go home and i'd study this whole thing about coffee i'd come the next day and i'm like man i can do this like i i would be teaching them these things right serious so I just found this love for coffee because i think it's i'm one of those people who if i'm not good at something i have to be good at it like i have to go back and and keep doing it till i'm good yeah and that was do. one of those things oh i love it so much and oh god how so how old were you how old are you in grade 10? I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> Jeez. It was like a, a lifetime ago, to be honest. Uh, oh, my God. How, how old are people in grade 10? These like 15, 16? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Maybe 16 then? Yeah, oh, probably 16. No, you know what? I'm, yeah, oh, 15 or 16. We'll yeah. Say. Were you a coffee addict at 16 already? Honestly, <laughs> I like, I remember going for dinner with my dad and he'd be like, he'd get an espresso after like after dinner. He just shot it down. He's like, try it. And I'd try it. And I'm like, how are you drinking this? It's gross. Okay. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I think I had it. I just don't even know what how I tried it, but a caramel latte from mm. McDonald's. That's how I started drinking coffee. I just had one. I was like, this is amazing. And I'd finish work at like 11 p.m. And I'd take home a caramel latte. And dad's like, what are you doing? You have to go to bed. And I'd drink it. And I was like, I'm, I'm fine to go to bed. Like a coffee didn't have this effect on me like it does with anyone else. And it's still to this day, it doesn't affect oh, me. Oh, are you serious? I just enjoy the taste of it. And it doesn't, like, I don't rely on it. Actually, yeah, some people, some people will like that. I actually don't know like what the science is behind that yeah. or anything. But so you don't feel like any like jitters or tingles I, I or anything? I wake up and I... I don't go to myself being like, man, I need this coffee to go through with my day. I don't know. I, I didn't even have one today. Like, I Ooh. honestly did not have one coffee today. You probably didn't insane. have time to. No, honestly, so busy. I was so busy today, man. <laughs> oh but but I, did, I, I didn't have one and I didn't need it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm still awake. I'm still here and, and happy and fine. So Oh, that is something that I feel like a lot of people would yeah, admire. They're all jealous, eh? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then, so, look, if you scroll down on Armand's... Um, Instagram, I think you see the Macca's ad. Is that right? Yeah, somewhere in there. Somewhere, somewhere there's in there's so many, like, so many opportunities came out of McDonald's. Like, I remember the my biggest outbreak for, for myself was this latte art competition. Mm. So this, like, little competition popped up for all of Australia being, like, McCafe Barista Champion, like, sending your submission videos. And the store manager at the time, or no, the restaurant manager, he was like, you're, gonna, you're doing this. Like, we are signing you up. So I got one of my friends um, to come film like a little little video for me submitted it submitted it in and um they loved it so then i got shortlisted into this competition with three others from victoria and then they had four from each state and we all gathered up together we flew to sydney for this gigantic competition no way which, well not gigantic but for me i'm oh being, yeah that would be huge being 17 yep. years old or 16 i was like man i like this is a huge thing for me yeah. anyways won this competition in <laughs> sydney Right, huge. Let's go. <laughs> even to this day, man, I still push this like title out. I'm like, I'm the 2017 McCafe Barista Champion. Like that is huge. That rings very nicely right? on Doesn't the title. Yeah, I know. The best McCafe Barista in Australia. Like, wow, that's a big title. There's a lot of there's a lot of McCafe Baristas out yeah, there. Yeah, I don't right? think there's gonna be. Uh, yeah, exactly. No one's really gonna top that. To I, hope honest, not. I hope not. <laughs> and there hasn't been a, um, a competition since. So, oh, you so serious? I'm still the reigning title. So since 2017, there hasn't been a. No. Amazing, know, you're the it? last one. Exactly, maybe it could be. <laughs> but yeah, from that, then that's when like head office kind of like, they, like I was under their eye, right? They were mm. like, man, who is this kid, right? Like pretty good. When I was, 
um, yeah, I don't want to be up myself, but they were like, man, this kid's like, got he's talented. If you haven't already, go on Aman's Instagram or TikTok and just have a look at the art. I feel like he has a reason to be, you know, boasting about <laughs> boasting about his feet. So yeah, just take the time to do so. But yeah, continue. Like you can be up yourself, mate. Right. Twenty seventeen, <laughs> Bruce of the exactly. year. Exactly, <laughs> Bruce is champion, man. But um, yeah. So they, I was under their eye, and they were just like, some opportunities are coming up. Like, do you want to go do this um, ad with Melbourne Storm? Right. Like, we're gonna go film a TVC with Melbourne Storm. Can you go make the coffees for it, and you'll be in the video? I was like, sick. Then another one was like with the Melbourne Football Club. What's it called? Not like AFL. What's the soccer one? Victory? Maybe it's Victory, yeah. Yeah. They were like, we're doing a TVC with Melbourne Victory. Like, can you be this for this? Then they were like, um, we're doing a TV show with Channel 9 called The Oval Office. Can you be the guy at for that? And then they just kept throwing opportunities at me. And I was like, this is unreal. Like, I stayed with McDonald's for so many years, like, for these for these opportunities. Yeah. They, they were just coming left, right, and center. Oh, my God, beautiful. And and I think so many people, you know, you look at Maccas or entry level, I'll do a quote on code, yeah. but, you know, like the people that take sure. um, teenagers who are, you know, impressionable, looking for part-time work as like a mundane work environment where, you know, like, oh, I hate my job, uh, yada, yada, yada. But you've like gone out and worked really hard at a certain craft that took your interest. For sure. And you've just like... T- taken over pretty much like all the opportunities started flowing and i think that's amazing. such an amazing outlook and work ethic for life as well it's like take make the most of the opportunities that you're given even if you think that it's some mundane job exactly. or role because you never know what's like going to come from this man like there's this i don't know you just got to grab whatever comes at you literally so when have you've left maccas now obviously yeah. but yeah, yeah how long has it been like well i've I was on their books for so long. <laughs> like, I don't know. I started when I was 15. I'm pretty sure I got let off the books last year. Last year? Really? Yeah, well, like, I'm, officially I was just, off the books? But I, I was just lingering in the system. Like, I hadn't actually resigned. I did, never got, like, fired, right? I was just lingering in the system. And then they were finally like, man, you haven't done a shift in, like, three or four years. Like, <laughs> I think it's time for, for you to go. And I was like, that's that's okay. Like, Jeez, fair is, enough. Like, is, they've got to move on. Is there a record for the, um, I don't know, longest kept, oldest serving? No, I don't think it'd be me. There's... A guy at McDonald's who's been there for so many years. Oh, wait, at Bowen Mac is right. Yeah, Ollie. Oh, yes. I think I know who you're yeah, talking man, about. He's, he's iconic. He loves his job. He's he's the best person in the whole entire oh, world. Oh, exactly. He, I, he deserves that record though. Yeah, I reckon. Far out. Maybe I'll get him on the podcast. That'd Dude, honestly, awesome. he would love That'd it. would be awesome. <laughs> Far out. And for people who are in the Bowen area, I feel like, yeah, you'll know who, who we're know talking he's about. He's the nicest guy ever. I feel like, yeah, I grew up and he was always there. And then I'd go, you know, late at night when you're Man, in, in high school, on school holidays. And you're like, oh, let's go up Bowen Mac is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The time. he's always there he's got the biggest smile on his face honestly i've never met a nicer and happier person yeah like, i love it it's amazing and that's the whole thing like this is why i do the podcast and everything you know you find the people that love their job and love what they're doing because it like makes them happy exactly and that's i feel like that's the most you could ask for at, in life exactly you know so when you, when you talk to someone who has a passion for something like they will tell you the truth like and 100%. you can see it when someone has a passion they're so excited to talk about it and it's more interesting you know yeah, for sure. I mean, look at yourself. Like, you, you, you're getting yeah, you know, really like, excited about, like, like, coffee and everything. <laughs> Amazing. Get me uh, coffee. And then um, what sort of opportunities followed after? Like, when did you know sort of Macca's, you know, it's, like, sunsetting a little bit. Um, you know, maybe the growth de- or development here isn't as much as I'd hoped for. Yeah. Um, when did you know that it was, like, time to move on? And where did you go after that? I think once I, like, with a lot of jobs, once you feel like you've not outgrown it, but once you feel like you've you've done enough and you've learned enough, you want to go to this next step and learn mm-hmm. more. So after McDonald's, I was like, all right, coffee's like what I'm kind of into now. Let's go find a specialty coffee cafe and like go learn from them. So I think I went to Legacy Campbell, if you, if you know that place. I do know that yeah. place. Yes, yes. So yes. that was like, I saw online, they had like so many, fo- like thousands of followers um, and they were getting all these influence influencers in it. I was like, man, like this is the place that's pretty cool. So I applied for that and I got the job there. Started off. So like just and I learned they had this barista there. He would just he was really helpful and he t- like taught me everything. And it was the best part about it was he wasn't one of those nice baristas that was like, oh, I'll show you how to do this. He was like, what what are you doing? Like, <laughs> and I was like, you know, sometimes you need that. You, honestly, I like I it gives you like I learned from him, right? Like I, I was like these days now if someone comes to the coffee machine and I'm teaching them, I'm like, no, like you can't be like all nice and friendly with them. You got to like be strict they need to learn this way mm, yeah you know? i think i think we're pretty soft sometimes with feedback and um i'm a huge advocate for like yeah you just need to be like straight to the point just sometimes, direct, sometimes yeah. you just need to yeah be direct and not beat around the bush you know sure. and now I, that's never left my head even like every time i make coffee and i think about teaching someone i think about how he taught me yeah and being like 
do I want that like this person to be scared of me, but also respect me? Like, yes, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, like um, I know like really great managers who I can call a friend, but I know that they'll you know be that stern voice sure. when you know like things need to get done. Exactly, yeah. and you need that fine line as someone like, teaching or when you're in a position of um power. Yeah, quote unquote. For sure. Um, so legacy followed, and then. How long, or like, what happened then? And I was I worked there for I don't even know, like, seven, eight months maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually like can't remember. But then after that, I was like, well, they had a big um, turnover. You know, some people left, and I was like, man, the d- dynamics changing a bit. Like, let's go move on somewhere else. Let's go find our our next place. Then I think I went to Adney in Q. Ooh, I don't know that one. It's a pretty cool. Ca- it's like a local cafe. It's in the bottom of like these. It's like it was a house turned into a cafe. So Seriously? you go in, it's got rooms, right? Like. Rooms where there's the seating and it's got the kitchen in the back. It's pretty. Jeez. It's got a backyard, but you can sit in the backyard and have like. It's amazing. It's a really nice place. Quick segment, <laughs> actually. What are your top, let's say, three cafes? Melbourne. Three cafes. Ooh. Well, I'm gonna have to vouch this. What I work at, Outlaw Canterbury. You should check it out. Right. Yeah. Shout out. There's a camera. There you go. Check it out. <laughs> um, Outlaw Canterbury. It's an amazing cafe. We've mm. got toasties, food, coffee, everything. Great service. I'm on there. Uh, and I'm there. Not for long, actually. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, last week, I, uh, podcast won't be out by then, but yeah. But I'm trying to, man, like, trying to think of other really good cafes. There are probably isn't any, man. <laughs> They're like, there is a, there actually, no, you know what, Melbourne's full of cafes, but I don't actually go out and and mm. experience, the, like, all these places, you know? Yeah, okay, I'm at work every day, and I then I go home and sleep, right? Yeah. My routine is eat, sleep, work, and golf, right? So... Moving golf, love yeah. it. When did you go to Lululemon? Because that's how we sort uh, of recross paths. Yes. Um, I remember I was hosting an event with uh, one of the community leads there, and I, we walked up, and then you were there, and I was that's like, amazing. "There's how's no he, way." Why is he making coffee here? <laughs> I was like, "He's just making coffee." And like, so I don't even remember who put this Instagram story up, but this is when I was at Adney. So I was working at this cafe in Adney, and I finished work one day, and this Instagram story came up. Yeah, this Instagram story came up, and it was like. Um, if you like making seven different types of milk and you have a good attitude, whatever, like apply for this job. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I don't, I don't know what this job is. But sick. Like applied for it. Then I got a call from one of the girls there and she's like, she, the first question she asked, she's like, 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 what do you do with like your life and like all this? And I was like, this is a really great, like, do you care about what I do with like, with my like work? Mm. And so like, I had this really brief chat with her. She's like, come in for a better, like a better converse, like conversation. I went in. Sat down for a second. I was so nervous sitting in the lobby, just like waiting. Yeah, it's pretty I, scary in their office. Yeah, you yeah. always have these nerves. Like you don't know what you're getting into. It's, yeah, like, it's yeah. a corporate, corporate business, right? Mm. Went upstairs, and I remember one lady on this the side of me, the other one on this side of me, and I'm in the middle, and both of them were just like super chill, like hang on the couch like this, and they were like, like, how do you stay active? Like, what do you do for fun? Like, oh, do you, I and I was it. like, man, I skateboard. I do this. I run sometimes. And they were like, this is great. Like, they just want to. They, they just want to be like personable, right? Hundred mm, percent. And then they were like, right, "Come back the next day, and go like figure out how to make a coffee, right?" And usually, when you go to any cafe, you kind of they have a sheet where it's like, "There's there's always a recipe for coffee, right?" Mm. Like, there's like this many grams in, this many out. Like this is what our recipe is for these beans, right? Mm. They didn't have that, right? There was no recipe for me, and I was like, "Man, like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, this is <laughs> the first time I've been put in this position." Anyways, I like made made some stuff up, right? And I ended up making some pretty good coffees and everyone came back and gave feedback being like, this is amazing. And the next day they were like, come in, like, you, you got the job, like start working here. Oh, and it beautiful. was honestly one of the best jobs. I've learned so much from them because it's, it wasn't like one of those cafes where you're working for somebody. Like, even though I am, mm. it was, that cafe was mine, right? Like I, I made it my own. Yeah, literally, I bring, right? I brought plants in, I put my own sign up, I did this thing and I did all the ordering. So you kind of had that sense of, you're running this cafe, you're giving the service, you're getting feedback from people. Like it's kind of your own thing. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. I remember walking into the office and you, you were just there and it was just such a nice, like chill vibe. You yeah, know, you're just wearing, sure. you know, just some nice jeans, exactly. baggy tea. Yeah. yeah exactly. Pretty much what you're wearing Got now. My speaker hey. in the corner playing music. Exactly. Just perfect. playing chill music and you're doing like what you love and being paid for it. Like exactly. what, what more can you ask? And for? the people there, man, they they were unreal. Yeah. I can and imagine. The, the cool thing about it is like there was people in the accounting section, there's the marketing team and you're learning from like all these people, they come in, they're giving you advice in your for your futures, and and now I have connections. That's the biggest thing. Exactly, and like, well. what has networking been like in the coffee industry or in the hospitality interest industry? Because I can imagine you serve so many people from so many different walks of life, and just like have a brief conversation with them. Like, 100%. What's that all like? Well, like at the cafe, you're always getting delivery drivers coming in, right? Like 
you kind of figure out like, oh, this, this relationship with them is really pretty cool. Like I already know when I open my business, like which suppliers I'm already going for. Because right? like, wow. even the, like they come in with a smiling face, they're great. Then like they're never late. They're always, mm-hmm. even if you forget to order, like they message you being like, hey, like send in your order, man. Like I'm coming tomorrow. Like, yeah, yeah, so like yeah. I have, I figured all that stuff out in the sense of like suppliers and in the sim like in terms of like networking it was like the other sense it's pretty hard to network as a as a barista so yeah you reckon is that because you're like focused on the job sort of thing or? i think so it's it's but like who are you gonna I, I haven't you know what there's always someone to network with yeah but in my head i haven't actually thought about like who am i gonna network, like network <laughs> with? I, I am always yeah, talking too. to people and like conversing with them right but like it's just like like who am I gonna like? What am I gonna talk to you about? Yeah, true. That's I guess that's my commerce brain racking racking yeah, no. a few notches. <laughs> but I don't know. I just I think it's just amazing just chatting to people and I, and what a way to do it when you're making coffees with people. Like it's such and you hear how food is like such a social glue, but 100%. I think coffee is like even what, probably a bigger s- social glue as well. It's uh, more cost efficient. Exactly. Bit cheaper. You know, you can pick it up and I don't know, go for a walk. You can't really you can pick up with it. I don't know, scrambled eggs and like it's it's just <laughs> crazy. Like I think people always say like these robots are gonna take over. Mm. Like oh, that's interesting. I've seen but I've seen them they're literally down the road in the, in the shopping center, it's like like what, four fifty for a coffee and it's pumping it out, it's done. But it's you're taking away that interaction and I think that interaction is the most important like no one cares about the coffee man. You if you want a coffee, go downstairs and make it like you, you can do that, right? But people go out for that interaction. You literally build a relationship with customers and, and what the staff that work there as well, on the other hand. like So you're, you're building relationships with people. Yeah, 100%. So you're not worried about like robots or anything taking Man, like, uh, like I, it's, it's so cool that they can do that. And it's amazing that they're, someone's even thought about like, and it's actually, it's crazy to see that's already being done. Mm. Like I thought about it. I was like, man, how are you going to do like, how are you going to pour a swan, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, they can do it. But like, but you're going to take away that interaction with people and, I think especially, like, again, I hate, everyone hates bringing it up, but after COVID, like, people understand, like, that was the only thing people had. People left their house to come to the cafe just to even talk. Yeah. They didn't even want a coffee. They just came and spoke. 100%. It's the novelty of, of the experience. Yeah. And, like, what a way to do it as well when you're making latte art as well and you're able yeah. to, like, show them and they can take their cap off and, like, see it's the, it's see exactly. the art. It just oh. puts a smile on their face. It's the best thing. Yeah, 100%. Oh, coffee. How it's good. A, it's amazing, man. It's, it's science behind it yeah literally the whole podcast about coffee but i feel like there's just some really nice um like underlying tone uh themes and and i mean yeah it's it's not just like it's not just a job it's not just work it's not just a drink Mm. right there's like there's so many things behind it it's like there's a story behind it and i guess that's why because i think so many people burn out from the hospitality industry have you ever felt that at all or do you feel like you you're um really good at maintaining there's, there's definitely days where like you're like, man, I, like, I think everyone, everyone in hospitality will agree. There's days where you're just like, man, why am I doing this? Right. But then like every day is a new day. It's one of those things where you go home and you just refresh your mind. Like it's, it's one of the best jobs because once you leave hospitality, like once you leave for the day, you don't have to think about work. Like I finished, I finished work. I don't even know what, two hours ago. I don't have to think about what's happening tomorrow. Right. Cause tomorrow's just, it's all in the moment stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. But whereas like someone working in accounting, they're going to be like, man, I have to go home. I have this deadline due tomorrow. I have to go work on this. There's no deadline for me. Like I just, it's all in the moment. And that's what I, I think it's kind of fun living in the moment. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's my clip there. Far there out. That's awesome. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. Because yeah, I guess like it doesn't string on and it doesn't accrue over time as well. Like you're no. there to, just to make coffees as you're well. You're just there. It's in, it's, it's, you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. You don't. It's cool. Oh, I love it so much. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. Um, what, what's your favorite coffee? I didn't just, even ask you that just question. A simple latte. My yeah. license plate on my car is latte. So, latte. So if you ever see the car latte, it's mine. <laughs> Beautiful. Just give me a wave. <laughs> Alrighty. Um. And with the cafe, is that something? That's something further down the line that sure. you want to create. You know what's crazy? It's that cafe is. It's been a dream, and I think I'll definitely do it one day. But with all these opportunities coming up now, especially like with social media. Yeah. Again, I never thought like I would make this into a business, but like now I'm starting to grow. And I want to, and I've, I figured out like teaching people and educating people around the world is like the, well, it's so much fun. Mm. Like I actually really enjoy Cause, and even if it's like, I'm changing one person's life, but it's not changing their life, but like teaching them one thing. And like, even if it's one person that I'm changing, it's like, it's enough for me to be like, I want to keep doing this. So at the moment I'm starting to create a website, create like a training program. I want to 
Even really? when I moved to London, I might, I might do barista training, right? Like, I want people... That's so cool. Yeah, whether I go to the cafes and do that, so... Like, specializing in just art, or do you reckon, like, you know, the whole different types of man, The whole thing, like, wow. I'll have a category where it's just, I'll teach you the basics of how to make a coffee, how to make a good coffee, and then there's the, the aspect of latte, which you gotta, you kind of want to know. Again, I, in the beginning, I was like, I wanted to just do art before I wanted to make a good coffee, but you really have to learn how to make a good coffee. Mm. Run us through the ingredients. What is, what's your, like favorite to use for let's just say a latte your favorite just the process like yeah like um do you have certain beans that you use i know there's like all these people that talk about like oh my god what beans are they using at this yeah, cafe no, what milk do they use at this cafe sure um yeah talk to us about your method like your ideal method well i mean there's, there's, there's so many different types of beans and like the way they're roasted it just changes everything like i didn't realize this but there's i mean i do now obviously realize this but like there's filter beans there's single origin there's house there's house blends and all these things like single origin is just like beans from one certain place. Filter is just roasted a bit differently. So you get those fruity flavors rather than like the chocolate, like nutty flavors mm. from like a normal coffee. Right. So like with a normal latte, say at the cafe, we're doing house blend, which is like three different origins all blended together. And it, they're all like chosen precisely yeah. to give you this beautiful chocolatey, like nutty f caramel flavor. Right. So we run that out, put, a, put that shot in, steam up some nice milk. And again, this is actually like the most insane thing ever. I went to a um, dairy farm on Tuesday last week, and you don't ne you never think about this, but you know with oat milks and alternative milks, you go yes. you go oh this is my favorite brand, this is my like this is what yeah I like. yeah yeah. But you don't you don't do that. Do you, like <laughs> what do you drink normal lattes? Oh like, uh, yeah, I do yeah. So when you go to a cafe, you don't go hey like do you use like Procal? Like you don't you, you don't no say that, not right? at all. It's just like oh okay, I get normal you milk just, uh, exactly. or like skim milk you know? exactly. But yeah. so they were like. People are so picky with alternative milks, but little do they know, like full cream milk, it's eighty percent of your coffee. Like you need to, you need to figure out like there's different proteins and tastes and sugars that are coming out of this coffee. Where like I mean in the milk that you're not thinking about. So I then I like just recently I've been thinking I was like man every time I drink milk like in a coffee now I'm like like is it the milk that's changing the taste of the coffee or is it? So I'm, I actually want to go do ex an experiment. I'll make a video about that. Yeah, please. I'd be, I'd be keen to see that one. You no one thinks about it and it's crazy. Literally. Um, yeah, so putting, I guess, cafe to the side and starting this sort of tutoring or um, like learning sort of business yeah. model and traveling the world. How 100%. good? Oh. I just I just can't wait, man. Like I, I will obviously still continue to put out these, co put out content and like, and do this like coffee scene. But I'm so excited to just go travel man like just going to see the world one place at a time having the easily like it's so easy to access like all these countries from basing yourself in, mm. in london so yeah perfect um do you have like a, a re-arrival date for melbourne or you're just gonna two years man whatever happens you never know it could be a year it could be two years if i hate it i'll come back but i i think i really want to stick out these two years regardless of what happens you know yeah perfect it's gonna be good for me yeah amazing Aman, like you sound so passionate about coffee. What if I'm someone who d can't really find that passion? Like what's your big piece of advice? Passion in anything? Anything, yeah. Man, you just got to play around with with life, you know? Like you can't take everything seriously. I think whatever whatever will like, whatever you, oh, I'm trying to think of a, word, a good way to say this. Something, okay, fuck, it's really hard. <laughs> it is hard, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, stumper of a question because... I guess context for myself as well, like third year about to finish my commerce or yeah. business degree, you know? Um, and then you don't really know where you're going to put your footing. I think at all. don't try and search for like your passion. I think it'll come to you and naturally. And once you find something that's like that you really enjoy and you keep wanting to do this, then you just go forward with it. And again, if you don't like it, like we're all young, right? Like we can all take these risks where if you don't like whatever you're doing, Find the next next best thing. Yeah. I think throughout life, you'll just figure it out. Like, you'll figure it out. You know? <laughs> I think it, it'll just come come by to you. You, don't, you can't chase it. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, gosh. Life. It's crazy. It's actually it, really insane. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you've just, I don't know, like, bounced to and, fro to and from different places. And, again, it brings me back to that, um, I guess, coffee conversation, how it's like you're not stuck in this one place. Like, you can make coffees anywhere. Ex exactly. That's what... And you know what? They're like... So this video I posted online, mm. right? I made this elephant, put it up, got millions of views. And all the comments, like all the negative comments that came out of this were people being like, man, this is like 80% creamer in your coffee. And 
I was like, oh my god, that's not it's not creamer. Like we're not in America. Like I understand that you guys use creamer. At least you like, reached America. No, no, exactly. <laughs> that was the cool part. But I was like, I was like, they're not understanding. And like, I would love to just explain to every single person in these comments. There was thousands of comments, and I was like, guys, like, and I, I what I did was I just went in my notes and I wrote a little paragraph being like, this isn't this isn't creamer. This is milk. Mm-hmm. Coffee's different all around the world, and like, I wanted to educate people on like, this isn't a cappuccino in Australia. Like, this is how we drink our coffee. It's di- you might drink it differently, but this is it's different. Mm. So now my goal is to like go around, and when I do travel, I'm going to make these videos of being being like, this is this is what a latte is in in Italy, right? Like it's not the same thing. Yeah, love like it's it. it's not the same thing we have here. Yeah, you can make like this coffee dictionary or something. Exactly, that could be so. You cool. go anywhere in the world, it's so different. Yeah, and that's the coolest thing about it. Everyone drinks it differently. Like Turkish coffee is like amazingly different. American coffee is simple sugar like um that's what they like right and everyone yeah. has their own their own taste so. sweet as fuck so exactly but there's no there's no perfect coffee in the world right everyone has it differently yeah which is the sickest thing and i don't need to go figure that out that's what's <laughs> my plan man that's my plan yeah um so what you just started posting these videos and they gain traction like do you, what's your sort of tips and tricks for tiktok and well yeah so I, beating I, the algorithm i started on on instagram <laughs> and just started going really it started going well people I, when I was like 18, I'd go, go out to the bar and people would be like, I know you. But it was just like a mutual friend, right? But they were like, I've mm. seen your Instagram before. Oh, cool. And it was yeah. like, I was like, man, this is cool. Like, this is how it feels to be like <laughs> f- a bit famous, right? And then then I kind of stopped. I just like didn't give up, but like I just dropped out of my love for filming those videos. And then I don't even know what it was recently. But like I just, what I do? Oh, no, I did a photo shoot with this coffee company, right? They I did all the designs for their for the photo shoot so they posted on their instagram their website and Amazing. i was like i'm gonna record record this day so i made like a little cool edit out of that like the photo shoot put on tiktok and people were like oh this is like pretty sick and then i did it again the next day and they were like this is really f- cool and i really enjoyed editing and making these videos and then i kept posting and then the video started to gradually just get better and, and like get more views and then i don't even know how but like i made this this elephant like one of my friends asked me to do an elephant and I, I made it and it just, it started to get some, some views and I was like, okay, cool. And then it kept going and kept going and I was like, what is happening? And it got to like a million. I was like, this is amazing. Got to two million. I was like, this is so cool. Got to four million within like, I don't know, a day or two. And I was like, what's happening? And my dad was like, man, I don't like, what's like, something's crazy right now. <laughs> something's happening, but this video is going everywhere. And it just kept going up and up and up. And I was like, and now it's on like 15.5. Million views, fifteen point five million views. This one elephant video, and that's only on my TikTok. But all these other pages that have now shared it have they have like four million on theirs. They have six million on it's. It's just spreading. It was like a wildfire, and it was amazing. Amazing. So that sparked me. I was like, man, like that was really that was really cool. I want to do this again. Yeah, was that something that like really reignited that passion for making for sure. video? Yeah, I can imagine. Well, I think with anyone though, it's like. Oh, yeah. when you feel love and or whatever and it's like and like that validation like sure, sometimes man. you do need it you know like sometimes the podcast might not do as well and no. i'm just like oh well, fuck like i don't feel like this is satisfying anymore yeah. you know like you do need that external val- but when validation someone's like man i watched your podcast it was amazing like, like i know there's one person that i've just helped and literally and, like, it's, it's really and cool. it actually happened <clears> to me recently um i think i was out um whether it was clubbing or at an event yeah. and people just pull me aside and they're like, oh, you're the guy that does the podcast. And like, that just so, made, it feels so fucking good. It's like, oh, this is why I do what I do. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, and it's not like all for the validation. Of course, we're trying to spread value. Like you're trying to show off like the art and everything and, and yeah. teach people about different walks of coffee. Exactly. I want to teach people how to make a good coffee. I put tutorials and stuff out. So I just, I just like helping people, you know? Yeah. What was that lull like though? Was it because you felt that you weren't getting recognized for the work that you were putting in or you just sort of fell out of love with it? I wouldn't say I fell out of love with it. Maybe I think I just got too busy or, mm. or like, it's just, I, I, I don't know. I was still posting on Instagram. I was posting like these just photos of me doing whatever, yeah. but there was no videos of coffee or photos of coffee that I just kept doing before. Yeah. Um, and I think that's another thing is like, I, I think I was just posting the same thing all the time because there's only yeah. so much, so many designs you can do. But then now because of, because of TikTok and like, I want to get new content out. It's forced me to go learn new designs. Like I've been learning. That's where I learned the elephant. I've just recently learned, like I did a seahorse recently. I did a, doing a Pegasus at the moment, which is like, it's, it's insane, right? Like I've, I've already pretty much had it, have it down, but like just these like random things, like I just want, it keeps me growing. And so it's pretty cool. But, yeah, that's mental. But yeah, it's just, I don't know. Some, some things like the negativity as, uh, as well. Like I, I don't think I've ever actually had to deal with someone saying like 
what the hell is that? What this is terrible. What the, like this is a shit coffee, right? I like a lot of my life. It's been people are like holy hell. Like this is this coffee is amazing. Like I you make amazing coffee. Or that looks really good. But then as soon as I got like those few hate comments, I was like, oh, like it got to me. It got to my head, and I was like, oh, like how do I how do I cope with this? Like it's not nothing hectic. Nothing that would make me super set and like cry but like no but they it hurts but i was like man like people aren't like, like you don't like this like what do you mean what do you mean it doesn't look like an elephant like it, it does but i then everyone has their own opinion and then i now i'm super comfortable if anyone says anything bad about my coffee i, I look at it and i just go it's fine like it's, it's, it is funny like fair yeah, enough it is and and we have this negativity bias where it's like well you literally got what 15 plus exactly. million views for sure and there's a few hate comments, of course, because like, how how are you gonna filter through 15 million people exactly without a single hate comment? Exactly, and and it's just and it's over coffee. <laughs> no, for sure, man. <laughs> like, but like, wh- like, why do you care so much? Exactly. It's like, but, how do you find a way to hate on coffee? I mean, obviously, if it tastes bad, but it's you're looking at the design. Yeah, you, you, like you can't complain about the taste. You don't know what it tastes like. Yeah, but um, it? what was it? No. That's actually wild. Yeah. I actually cannot believe it. It's just it's insane. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, how has it been, sort of navigating the hate or the negativity from i just take it and, and and i reply if it's something like man this coffee has so much creamer i again i just educate them mm. and a lot of the people that have said like they go 10 percent coffee 80 percent cream and i go or 90 percent cream sorry and i was <laughs> like um i go oh this is how co- this is a cappuccino in australia this is how we drink it mm. and then the reply is like oh thank you for like educating me like, they they thank me for like letting them know because they i guess they didn't think about that yeah exactly so if you can fight it like i'm not obviously going to fight back with them but if i can like be nice back and maybe just like people they they kind of move back a bit when you go like oh i'm sorry like this you don't like this coffee they go oh that's okay it still looks good though like people like step back and then they like they take a little step forward you know 100 percent. and i think it's that like keyboard warrior um status where you're like oh i can say like whatever i want behind the screen you don't think i'm ever gonna see it but i (laughs) i honestly because i'm still new to this i go through everything i want to see all these comments and and read what people are thinking right 100 percent. and like yeah everyone's always gonna see it and then as soon as um i guess the content creator does reply back you, you sort of reread what you say and you're like yeah like, oh, sh- like, like why did i say you that saw that video like, yeah, yeah yeah exactly because they feel like they're hiding behind the screen first but then it's like oh it's this big influencer they're exactly. not gonna like i don't know see no. um what i'm doing but yeah you've amassed like what 17k followers now yeah. isn't it 17k far out how, how uh, over how long we're in april now I started to be like this the end of Jan, very end of Jan. Jeez. Very March. Like being quick. Two and a half months maybe. Yeah, amazing. And it's just it's I love it. It's obviously there was a big spike and like I reckon two videos did absolutely amazing. Like one of them's on nine point five mil. Right? Like that's it's huge. So like two videos is what really got everything started. And then now everything is just flowing with it. Like people still asking questions like this NFL team, the Buccaneers, they commented on my video randomly being like, Can you try a logo? Mind you, this logo like <laughs> like I, I can do designs right but this is like what is it it's a skull with like two swords like an x and then a ball in the middle i'm like oh like this seems impossible anyways i interpreted it in my own way mm. made the whole thing yeah put it up and they were like this is amazing then they reshared it on their tiktok and because we both have two different demographics on our 100%. on our things mine was like this is so cool this looks amazing but there's there's like all hardcore sports people and they were like what the hell is that this is terrible and again i read the comments and i'm laughing because i'm like i agree like what is this like, <laughs> i know i know it's not the best thing in the world right like i know but i interpreted it my own way and this is the best i, c- I could do and i know since that's th- that's it like laugh at all you want but like at least they've seen it and i've like they're probably just jealous yeah you know? like 100 percent because so. they probably just like dump their milk in or something exactly you know? but, and i'm i'm fine with these these hate comments now like oh i love it i, I, I know <laughs> majority and you know what it is all the negative comments, like all this bad, not bad engagement, but all the engagement that's negative, it's just fueling the views. And that's what helps you grow. Like if one person says something bad about your video, that video video will come up on someone else's feed mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh, I like, can't believe this came up. This is so cool. Yeah. And then it just goes like, it's a whole chain effect. You know? Literally. So yeah. anything, any comments, a good comment. I know. Haters, haters are the best engagement, for I sure. reckon, because they'll probably share to their mates and be like, oh, what the fuck is yeah, this? Yeah, look at this, but you're still, you're still, you're still sharing it, right? it mate. Like, Thanks for the share. <laughs> if you're thinking about it after you've, after it's there, like, I've done Job something done. Good, right? exactly. exactly. Job done. Oh, what's, what's next for you other than this London trip? Like, do you have anything else planned or do you feel like you're just taking it sort of day by day? Well, I mean, I, I don't know what's next. Like, you, who, like, who knows what's going to come out of out of this i'm gonna keep posting videos i'm gonna keep doing all these things i'm investing in equipment which is cool 
Like I've got this new tripod, this gimbal. Have you heard of them? Yeah, the gimbal. Yeah, they like move, um, but the camera doesn't, right? Yeah, you, you can walk like around, and it's like. So I got one of those. Who knows what I'm gonna use it for? Right? I'll figure it out. But I, I bought it. <laughs> I like love I, it. I, I yeah. Do you have like a mate that helps you out with like filming videos? And yeah. Stuff? Well, at the moment, it's just whoever I can like get to right. help me. Yeah, exactly. But I've got the chef at work who also films content. Love it. His name's Caleb, by the way. So shout check out. out Caleb Cooks. All right, but he helps me. He's like he films my videos. He's supportive. He comments on all my stuff. He's like. It's having that like having that person that's just like hyping up in the corner, right? So he's been a help, a good help. But now when I'm gone, it's it's all up to me to yeah, figure out is. how I'm gonna. I had a tripod. I used to connect it to the machine and record it like above shots, above the top. Right? Yeah, but love it. Oh god, I gotta figure it out. But yeah, I think I don't know what's gonna happen next. I just I obviously want to uh, turn this whatever I'm doing into a business. Like I do want to, I want to help people, and I want to make this into something I can. I can live off, right? Yeah, and what a way to do it when you're loving it as well. Like exactly, man. It, it sounds like you've developed such a strong passion for it and like keep kicking goals. You, sure, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Like popping off on TikTok and, and all the social media algorithms. Like I wish you all the best. And thank you. I yeah, I thank you. I thank you for your time. Like no, it's been you. a pleasure chatting this is, with you. This is fun, man. This is like a whole new experience and I really... I just kind of, I want to sit here all day. Yeah, you know, amazing. It's one of those things. Like, oh, that's good. We'll have to get you on after London, I reckon. I feel like there'll be yeah, some done. progressions and, and we'll see how we go. It'll be a whole new me. I probably wouldn't even look like this anymore. <laughs> no, like, are you going to grow the hair out or something? No, I mean, I change my look all the time. Because you had long hair and then blonde hair and then... Exactly. Like... Dude, it's everything. I've done shaved head, long hair. I've literally had hair up to here. I went blonde. I've like gone skinhead ones. Actually, that was an accident. But <laughs> I've, I've done it. I've done yeah. it, man. Like, so I, who knows? I've had... A stash, like those curly stashes. I, I did see that one, yeah, yes. And I shaved it, went like clean shaven. Now I've got a beard. Like I, just, I don't know what's going to happen with me. But Maybe I'll come back covered in tattoos. You don't, you don't know. Oh, you never know. What would you do, patchwork? Yeah, definitely. Sticker tattoos. Like, yeah, sticker tattoos right? are the vibe, yeah. Just get coffee cups all over me. Coffee no, cups. I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> I, I love it so much. Um, where can people find you? I've been plugging you throughout the whole episode. but Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on coffee on TikTok. I'm on coffee on Instagram. It's, it's pretty much anywhere you type in I'm on coffee. It's it's there, but Love TikTok's it. my my new main platform, and Instagram will be. I, sh- I actually haven't posted on Instagram. No. Yeah, you, maybe you'll need to hop onto that as well. I reckon yeah, Instagram's reels my thing. blow up as well. Yeah, let's do that. Instagram and TikTok. That's where I am. Love it. Um, be sure to follow at Life with Land Podcast and oh, on Instagram, of course. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Hey, thank you. Yeah. <laughs>